International Soccer Preview, we are Soccer Files Canada. Welcome to the short version of Series 20, looking at the groups and teams of the 2023 African Cup, played in Ivory Coast in January 2024. This episode is looking at Group E, Tunisia, Mali, South Africa, and Namibia. Here we go. It's the International Soccer Preview. I'm Kevin. And I'm Kiara. This is Series 20 of our MediaCast. It's the short version of the same series, Series 20, which looks at the groups and teams for the 2023 African Nations Cup. Even though it's titled that way, it actually takes place in January 2024. This group is made up of uh, Tunisia, Mali, South Africa, and Namibia. In the short version here, we're replacing parts one and two of the full-length version with a short summary of each team's history and a look at their recent form. In the full-length version, Connor and Kevin introduce the teams in part one with some information about each country's location and population and so on. Part two is a history of each team with a deep dive into African Cup Finals history. They then look into performances in recent tournaments and end with an overview of the players. In this media cast, we will tag on part three from that full-length version that uh, Connor and my discussion of the prospects of each team. So, if this short version grabs your interest, keep an eye out for the full-length version and player's version, which will come out later in 2023. Yeah, and we're also working on series 19, which is on the groups, teams, and players of the AFC Asian Cup. And we published long and short versions of the groups and teams and are in the process of publishing a look at the players of each team. So uh, we've started our series also on qualifying for the 2026 World Cup. So check the show notes uh, for links to those. Okay, so without delay, let's get into the four teams of Group E of the African Cup Finals. Right, so let's begin with uh, Tunisia. And I will do kind of a summary of their longer history, and Kiera will do a look at their recent performance. So in terms of strength, Tunisia is a first to second tier team. In their regularity in reaching the World Cup, they are a top tier team, having been at the finals six times. Uh, this consists of their World Cup qualification in 1978, three in a row from 1998 to 2006, and then two recent appearances. However, they have never passed a group stage. In African Cup play, they finished in the top four six times, with second place finishes in 1965 and 1996, and a single title win when they hosted in 2004. But they've struggled since, uh, usually reaching the quarterfinals, uh, although fourth place in 2019 was their best finish over what is generally a second tier period. They delved even lower uh, earlier when they failed to reach five tournaments in a row from 1984 to 1992, and they had a similar run from 1968 to 1974, although that was due mostly to not entering. Looking at their recent performance, prior to reaching the World Cup in 2018, they had a long period that was not so much weak, but unglorious. They came close to reaching the World Cup and usually finished at the quarterfinal stage of the African Cup, uh, reaching it consistently. But that World Cup qualification um, was followed by a fourth place finish in the 2019 African Cup, 
their best results since 2004, and then by another World Cup qualification. It still lacks glory as they were knocked out at the group stage of the World Cup, but it is an improvement in their recent record. Second place in the 2021 Arab Cup and another World Cup qualification in 2022 are maintaining that higher level. All right, and we move on to team number two, uh, Mali. So in terms of strength, Mali is a third tier team in World Cup and in early African Cup play, but a second tier team in African Cup play since the turn of the century. They've never reached a World Cup and their weakness there is really inconsistent um, with their African Cup record. Uh, from 2002, their results in the African Cup uh, improved, but only in 2014 did their World Cup record catch up with competitive performances that saw them finishing in the top half of the table. African Cup play, as we said, had been weak from their first entry in 1965 to 2000, uh, reaching the finals only once during that period in 1972, although they did make the best of that with a second-place finish. Their improvement from 2002 has seen them qualify with remarkable consistency, failing to do so only once in 2006, and even that result was actually based on their World Cup qualifying campaign uh, rather than African Cup qualifying. Uh, as in 1972, they have impressed once reaching the Cup, not only passing the group stage more than half the time, but finishing in the top four, uh, four times. That's two third place finishes in 2012 and 2013, uh, which make up their best recent results. Yeah, looking at their recent performance, um, they have suffered a bit of a lull after those two third place African Cup finishes that you mentioned in 2012 and 2013, um, reaching only the group stage of the next two tournaments and regressing back to a weak campaign in the 2018 World Cup. But since then, they have swung upward by passing the group stage of the African Cup, reaching the semifinals of the West African Locality Cup, the, the Wafu Cup, um, and that was their best ever, ever finish in the competition, and earning their best World Cup result in 2022, reaching the final playoff and finally looking like a second-tier team in that competition. All right. Well, our third team is uh, South Africa. And in terms of strength, South Africa came out of the apartheid ban uh, as a top-tier team in Africa, but have dwindled to second and sometimes even third-tier. Uh, they won the second African Cup that they entered in 1996, and if hosting seemed to be the reason for that win, a second-place finish in 1998 showed otherwise. They remained strong, but declined steadily all the way to 2010, where they failed to even reach the African Cup. That strong period also saw them reach uh, three of the four World Cups from 1998 to 2010. Uh, it was by dint of hosting in 2010, and their decline was evident on the world stage as they became the first host ever to fail to pass the group stage. Uh, they have failed to reach the World Cup since then and actually have not even come close. African Cup does show some recovery with two quarterfinal finishes since 2010, but they've only reached uh, three of the seven editions of the Cup. Uh, their local Cup, that's the uh, Kosafa Cup, or the uh, South, uh, uh, South African locality, uh, that sees the same pattern since 2010. 
despite being perennial hosts and nominally the strongest team in the region, they've reached the final only twice in the nine editions since 2010, although they did win the title on both of those occasions. Looking at their recent performance, though they have declined to the level of a second tier team over the past 20 years, they have had some successes, um, two quarterfinal finishes in African Cups since 2010 and a regional title in 2021. They're also a bit unlucky, having been thwarted at the last steps in several campaigns, almost to a comical degree. They seem to be on the rise with the quarterfinal finish in the 2019 African Cup, uh, where they gloried in knocking out host Egypt, but suffered a late losing goal to Nigeria at the end of a competitive match. They've also suffered some misfortune after respect, uh, respectably strong campaigns in both 2021 and 2022. Uh, they're the China of Africa, repeatedly disappointing, but with a sense, thanks in part to a flourishing national league, that they could emerge and become the continental powerhouse they hope to be. All right, and we move on to our fourth team, which is Namibia. Uh, in terms of strength, Namibia is a third-tier team, though they have had uh, some shows of second-tier power. Uh, they've never come close to reaching the World Cup, never finishing even in the top half of the main qualifying group there. Uh, they have reached the odd African Cup, uh, doing so every 10 years with regularity, actually, in 1998, 2008, and 2019, the latter aided by the tournament expanding from 16 to 24 teams. At the local level, they are uh, an average team uh, in a largely third tier region and generally get knocked out of the COSAFA Cup. That's the same as South Africa, the South, uh, South African locality. Uh, they generally get knocked out at the group stage or the quarterfinal stage. However, they earned uh, second place in two of the first three tournaments. Um, that was in the uh, mid-90s, and again recently, as well as uh, winning their only title in 2015. Looking at their recent performance, um, a slight improvement has seen them finishing third rather than last in recent qualifying campaigns. In 2019 and 2023, it was second in the group, which was enough to win passage to the expanded African Cups. Their second place finish in the local COSAFA Cup in 2022 was their best result um, since that 2015 title, um, although it was followed by a group stage exit in the following edition. They remain a third tier team, um, but a bit more competitive within that range. All right, well, that brings us to the end of the summaries and our look at the recent form of the teams. Now we pass you over to Connor and Kevin's discussion of the prospects of these teams. And I'll begin the discussion by asking you whether you generally agree uh, with the position of the teams here. Well, the rankings show a clear separation between all of the teams um, in both systems, between Tunisia, Mali, South Africa, and Namibia. Um, and I have to say, I probably uh, disagree a little bit. Um, I think Mali and Tunisia are much closer um, than uh than the ranking suggests. And that partly goes on their, their history and their recent meetings. Yes, Tunisia got to the World Cup and did well in the Arab Cup. So I don't want to take anything away from them. But I think they're perhaps a little bit overestimated here. Um, we mentioned kind of a sharp increase in their rankings, um, especially in ELO, where they were often around kind of 40s and 50s, so much closer to Mali. And I think that's probably a little bit more representative of the distance between the teams. 
Yeah, I think that's well put. And uh, you're right, you reminded me of the Arab Cup performance, which was uh, quite good there. Uh, you know, otherwise, uh, I, I, I feel Tunisia is a bit less convincing than their rankings suggest. Uh, you know, they probably got huge points from that win over France in the World Cup, beating uh, a World Cup finalist there. Yeah. And we saw how close it was between Mali and them uh, in the qualification for that cup. So uh, even if we just do go on the head-to-head -head between Mali and Tunisia, it suggests a pretty close battle uh, for top spot there. And on top of that, Mali have been pretty consistent. Obviously unlucky to lose in the World Cup playoff against Tunisia, but um, they've put together a string of really solid World Cup and Africa Cup qualifying campaigns. So I think they come into this in good form, and I think, they're, um, I think they'll be quite competitive at the top of this table. Yeah, I, I do too. I, I, I see it as a bit of a toss-up between those two, even though the, the rankings don't really suggest that. Uh, if you're ready to move on, would you say uh, South Africa can join them in that battle at the top? Um, possibly. Um, I see them probably closer to the top than to Namibia at the bottom. Um, South Africa have put together some okay campaigns, kind of falling at the last hurdle, as we we kind of mentioned. Um, I don't see them probably as, as, a com as complete a team or really with the recent history to prove their competitiveness to the same degree that Mali and Tunisia have. Um, so I see them as a little bit of a step below these two teams. Um, but I'm not sure if you agree with me or, or whether you think that they could um, be pushing at, uh, for first place in this group. Uh, well, in response to the, to the last question, I think they could. They have the uh, potential to do it. We saw the population is... Uh, is much bigger than these other teams, and they're a decent soccer country. They have a good league, uh, so I think they have the potential, but they remind me a bit of uh, China, you know, where they have uh, potential. They should be doing much better than they are, but somehow they never seem to uh, get around to doing it uh, after 2010, at least. And, um, you know, if you were to make an argument that uh, South Africa is going to be in the mix for the top team uh, or for, for the top spot here, my response would be, uh, I'll believe it when I see it. Because um, I think like, uh, uh, probably like South African fans, they're, they're not holding their breath because they're a bit jaded with uh, South Africa's continuous kind of failure to make it, uh, as, as you say, even at the last hurdle. But, um, you know, they're just not getting the job done. Yeah, and I think that's it. They've they haven't quite proven it in recent years, including failing to qualify for the last cup. Um, you know that they're kind of ready to go back to that consistent second tier or even first tier level where they have been in the past. So um, I think their ranking, especially relative to Tunisia and Mali, is is kind of correct. Um, but that said, they're not that far behind. Um, they're they're 15, 16 points behind Mali, which is not that many. And I think Tunisia, you know, they're closer than the ranking suggests. So, yeah, it, it's possible. But I, I think Mali and Tunisia are a bit more proven at this level. Yeah, and that's, that's the thing. They are more proven. I mean, we saw South Africa can uh, do well. They beat the host Egypt uh, in the, uh, was that 2000. 19 i guess and and came even close in the quarterfinals uh in a game against nigeria so they certainly have the potential but we also saw uh most recently you know 
a good campaign in reaching this cup, but then a lapse in the home game with uh, Liberia um, that seems to trip them up. So, uh, I mean, honestly, I don't want to be ironic here, but I honestly wouldn't be surprised to see them kind of beat Tunisia and time alley or something and then lose to Namibia in the third game kind of thing. Yeah. Well, and that, I, I do think South Africa is Namibia's best chance for points here. Um, other, other games are not totally out of the question, but I think they, they come in the definitely the weakest team. The South Africa game is interesting given that they've met before and, and given their, you know, geographical and, and kind of intertwined histories. But um, yeah, I would be very surprised to see Namibia finish anything other than, than last place, even if they do manage to get a win, as they've done in some previous, or a, a point, as they've done in some previous Cups. Yeah, I got to agree with you there. I'm kind of hoping for them. I usually root for the underdog, and I think they do have a chance against South Africa. Uh, not sure how relevant it is, but they did uh, tie them in the uh, 2023 COSAFA Cup. Um, and uh, if we look at Namibia's history in the final, they usually... Uh, eke out a point uh, somewhere along the way. And as you say, that could be against South Africa here. But uh, I would be surprised to see them uh, challenging beyond that. In fact, I'd say the best that they could do here would be uh, kind of as a spoiler team, you know, maybe uh, take a point off a team that that, um, influences their campaign. Yeah. Do you think there's two pot two teams with Mali and South Africa, or would you not kind of give South Af- put South Africa quite at in that level? No, I agree with what you said about South Africa, uh, in that I'd have to kind of see it to really uh, accept that. Um, but I think uh, what we have right here is the correct ranking. Uh, but I think they do have the potential uh, if they up their game a bit. They have the potential to be in the mix here, but. Again, I'm not, uh, I, I wouldn't kind of predict it. Yeah. Uh, that was good uh, in terms of the group. How do you see these teams doing in terms of the overall tournament? Do you see any uh, semi-finalists amongst the teams here? I don't hear. Um, Molly were knocked out at the round of 16 um, last time on penalty. So I think they, um, you know, so close to the World Cup, I think they, they can get to the quarterfinals. Um, but that's probably as far as I see them going. Um, and then for Tunisia, I mean, they they did one better. They actually got to the quarterfinals last time. Um, and I think they do well to reach that again. So realistically, I think the quarterfinals um, is kind of the limit. If South Africa got out, they I kind of see them going out at the round of 16, unless they were able to pull kind of a another big upset. Yeah, uh, Tunisia did finish fourth in 2019, but uh, as I've said kind of with the World Cup, I just find them a bit unconvincing uh, in that I wouldn't kind of see them as a power like, yes, they're going to reach the semifinals uh, because they're such a great team. Um, uh, I could see them reaching the quarterfinals, which seems to be their standard uh, finish. Mali, on the other hand, you know, once they get past the group stage, they've done... Uh, they've uh, kind of done better than expected, a bit like Burkina Faso there. Um, no way, you feel? I think it's possible. I, I think Mali are actually quite a good team. I think um, I, I'm kind of excited for them. I think they, um, you know, could perhaps be a bit of a, a dark horse. Um, yeah, I think they could get past the quarterfinal, but I think they could go on a bit of a run here. 
Um, they finished ahead of Tunisia in the 2021 African Cup when these two teams were grouped together, four points ahead of them, in fact. Um, and then really were kind of stalled with a penalty shootout loss in the in the round of 16. So I think Mali could go on a bit of a run this time. Um, and I guess for Tunisia, they've proven themselves a difficult team to beat and a difficult team to score against um, on top of that. So that defensive record, if, if it stays true again, that could kind of see them progress um, a little bit deeper in the tournament. Yeah. Yeah, I got to say, uh, just my sense is that uh, I think Mali has the potential to go a bit deeper into the tournament than Tunisia have, even though uh, I don't necessarily see them as a, as a stronger team overall. We, we both agreed that they're fairly even. Um, uh, but, you know, uh, even though we said this was a fairly strong group, three of them uh, coming from the third place slot in their pot and one of them coming from the top slot, uh, we should be saying one of them uh, is a semi-finalist, but yeah, I don't, I don't really see it. I think Mali have the potential, but it would be a bit of a surprise if they did, um, or, or if any of the teams did. I agree. I don't see any of these teams reaching the final four, um, despite coming from kind of good positions within their pots. I think it's a bit too much to ask of any of them. Yeah. Okay. Well, I gotta say, I'm a little tired of your hemming and hawing here. And uh, I really wish uh, in the podcast you would be firm and lay down your prediction for this group. I'm going to say Mali first. I think they, uh, they have a good shot at winning this group, as they did, um, again, finishing at Tunisia last time. Um, so I think Mali uh, will finish first. I think Tunisia will be second and South Africa third, um, and then Namibia fourth. Um, you know, I don't really see any other uh, fate for Namibia. I think the other three teams could be in a big, bit of a mix-up, but Mali, Tunisia, South Africa, Namibia is uh, what I'm saying. Okay, well, South Africa, I believe they went through uh, as the last third-place team. Was that in 2019? Yeah, they went through uh, with just one win, actually. All right, so do you, uh, uh, do you see that potential here, uh, the third-place team uh, making it through? Possibly, um, but I also think that if South Africa underperforms a little bit, they could be susceptible to a tie from Namibia, um, who have got points in two of their three previous cups. So I'm not confident enough to say for sure that they'll go through. Yeah, I mean, uh, fundamentally, it would be uh, the teams beating up on Namibia uh, for all three of them to pass through. Yeah. And uh, as you said, I'm not sure Namibia is, is quite that weak that they'll be... Um, they'll be beaten in, in all three games. Although I think in 2019 they were. Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. Well, uh, now I have to um, <laughs> I have to uh, uh, fix my own humming and hawing over this uh, group. And uh, I was I, I thought I was going to be controversial by saying uh, that I saw Amali as coming out as the winner of the group. They did in uh, 2021 there and, and not necessarily that that's really representative uh, it's been close with tunisia so i think either one of them could win the group uh, but you've mentioned kind of mali's good uh, convincing campaign so i just see them as a little bit more convincing than tunisia so uh, as much as it um as much as it bothers me to agree with you connor i am going to agree and say mali tunisia south africa and namibia all right well, we're both calling uh, 
um, you know, predicting Molly to rise. So we'll see if that's uh, if that's true or, or whether we'll stick close to pot order or something yeah. entirely different. <laughs> Great. Well, good talking to you about this corner, and that leaves us with uh, just Group F to do. We originally planned to tag on our past, present, and future plans for the media cast, but we have instead decided to put a link to that 10-minute video in the show notes. It covers what we're working on and what we plan to do over the next nine months. We would like to thank Pixabay and Alexei Ivanov of Mapa Music for the wonderful background music accompanying this media cast.